Rise and shine, we are Cloud9. Welcome to our Wednesday show. It's 1pm and we are here with Reza Shash on the desk, Liang Xiao Xiao, and as your host, Emily Hyde and I, Anna Parente. On this show, we'll start by having a chat about International Women's Day, so happy International Women's Day, everyone. And um, we also prepared a Vox Pop where the ladies from Leicester tell us which women inspires them the most. That's right. Boys, we are also thrilled to hear from you today, so make sure you tell us what woman inspires you the most on Twitter at demonfm.co.uk. And later on, we'll have an interview with Professor Fabian Viella, director of one of the many sh movies showing today at the Phoenix Cinema, celebrating the achievements of women and sort of their culture and protecting their background. And for those who want to enjoy the all events celebrating this day, DMU has loads of come in, has loads, so stay tuned and we'll share them with you. Last but definitely not least, we're going to hear an interview with Judith Critchley, a member from the comedy group Tickled Pink, where she speaks about the struggles of being a comedian woman in a male-dominated space. All of this mixed with, the, with some of the best hits about woman empowerment. And we also want to hear about your thoughts on Eurovision and knowing that the tickets sold out in 92 minutes and we want to know if any of you managed to get one. We have plenty of questions for you today, so don't forget to go to Demon FM on Twitter to answer so we can read them out loud. So Anna, it is a very important day today. It is indeed. International Women's Day. Um, what are your thoughts about this day, Emily? I think that it's a very important day just to like, I don't know, just appreciate the women in your life that do so much for you and... Yeah, just be able to celebrate women. To be honest, I have a, something controversial to say. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, I don't think that is a good day to celebrate the woman in your life. Yeah. I think it's a good day to celebrate just women in general. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think from now Just like now empowering on, women all together, yeah. Yeah. And I think that from now on, literally, like with social media and everything, like the awareness that is coming, I think that possibly this is going to be like a message that we're going to you know be yeah. hearing about like more and more that is like it's not about you and your friends and your families about every woman and how important it is to empower yeah, every woman makes sense, yeah. you know um i also wanted to ask you <laughs> ask you something I'm scared <laughs> it's not good when you <laughs> jump a question on me so for example uh we have the international women's day yeah And, like, of course, we have loads of uh, events coming. Um, in, here in the UK is even better than in Portugal, because in Portugal we don't... Yeah, in Portugal we have more, like, uh, protests and everything. Yeah. Because we still don't have yeah, a lot really? of the rights. Oh, yeah. I didn't know much about that. No, I mean, we have the rights like we have here, but mm. I think, like, we are still very neglected in very aspect, uh, a lot of aspects. But oh, so is it, like, is it very different when you come over here for International Women's Day? Like, do you notice that a lot of people more talking about it now and open to... Yes, I feel like at least we have, like, more events. And, for example, the university yeah. has, has loads of events coming that we're going to be speaking about, guys. <laughs> yeah, so make sure that you listen for that. Yeah, but basically my question is, what do you think, like, that we should be doing, like, differently uh, to celebrate this day uh, in order to, you know, create some change? I think, as I said, just letting, like... Um, The women that you inspire, like that inspire you in your life, just m making sure that they know that and sort of, yeah, just looking after women today because we go through a lot, yeah. a lot of things in like politics, like the abortion ban in America and stuff like that. And, like, I'm not saying true. that like relates to us here, but it's still like hard for us to hear if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just letting, like buying the flowers, a little gift, taking them out for dinner or something. Yeah, just letting them know that they're like appreciated. Yeah, fair enough. What about you? What would you like 
Uh, I would like to see like talking about the community, like yeah. more about the community, you know, like and including more like trans woman, yeah. black woman, and you know, like making sure that the movement is inclusive, you know, because feminism cannot just be about yeah, woman like the typical woman that <laughs> yeah. we you know are used to see like in movies and everything the typical white woman like speaking about all different types of women yeah you know what sense, i mean yeah and actually like validate them for what they are and mm, allow them to celebrate this day with us yeah because even though maybe if they don't go through the struggles that we do for example as periods etc etc they go through other struggles and we kind of, you know. Yeah, and it should be all about be like women empowering women rather than like knocking us down, learning more about, yeah, just like the different types of women that are yeah. involved in the community. And today, sense. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be speaking about some of the events, yeah? Yeah, uh, and we did also ask on Twitter um, if you got tickets for the Eurovision and we also wanted to know if you had any like predictions of who's going to be the UK acts because I know that there's been a lot of talk about it online yeah um and then because i think a lot of people thought that it was going to be the brits nominees and people that have won awards recently and sort of upcoming artists from mm -hmm. that section of the uk um and we oh, also oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> and we want to know we also asked um who inspires you as a woman as well we have been asking that show um that question on our show a lot yeah yeah you'll see also, um, I saw the, about the Eurovision that it was supposed to um, be in Ukraine, actually, this yeah, year. But obviously it's an unsafe place yeah. for everyone to go to and for it to be so, held there at the moment, which is very sad. Yeah, true. But uh, the good news for people from the UK is that it's going to be in Liverpool. Yeah, but have so. you seen... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such a nice place. Um, have you ever seen that, like, they've capped the capacity almost down to, like, um, half... I don't know if you saw that, like the venues, they could only sell about 6,000 tickets because they had to get rid of a lot of seats because obviously with the Eurovision, there's loads of like stage stuff they have to do oh, okay. and for dancers. And so they had to get a lot rid of a lot of seats, which I think was why people managed, um, didn't manage to get tickets. Hmm. I didn't know about that. I just saw something in the website like, oh, we apologize, this sold out in 92 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. Sorry, guys, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but fair enough. For International Women's Day, we went around Leicester City Centre asking people a woman that inspires them. Let's hear the answers. Um, I'll probably say my mum and my sister, um, because they've just been through everything with me. You have laughs, you have upsets and everything. And I'll probably say my mum, when we were younger, she did everything for us, absolutely everything. And she was, she was like the only woman in my life that I really looked up to. Same with my sister. She's done absolutely everything to me and I, I love them both. Yeah. I'd say my mum just because she's always figured out a way to support for us. I would say my mum and my sister are probably the most inspiring to me. They raised me and like they kind of made me who I am to this day. So I've got good values because of them. And yeah, I love them a lot. I would say my sister because she also helped raise me and she taught me how to be independent um, and she moved away all on her own and that gave me the confidence to go and do what I wanted to do as well. Um, yeah, I would say she quite she moulded me quite a bit. But probably my nan because she's just very caring, she's my only grandparent and I'm the only granddaughter, the rest are like, like boys so she's kind of always had a bit of like 
me and her have been really close. So I'd say she's probably my most inspirational woman. Pink inspires me the most because she doesn't care about what anyone says about her. Everyone's like, oh, she's too fat, she's too skinny, and she just doesn't care. Uh, my mum inspires me because she's just so inclusive and always um, open to learning about things. Um, she was the best when myself and one of my siblings came out as trans. She, you know, tries to show up to every pride parade that she can with a t-shirt that says free mum hugs on it um, with the trans flag. And she just, she does her best to, she does her absolute best to be inclusive. The most inspirational woman in my life is my mom. She has sacrificed a lot for uh, my family, for me. Uh, she for for her only uh, the family uh, is what matters for her. So that's why I also want to be like my mom. Amazing answers. And for you, Emily, what is the woman that inspires you the most? I say that like. I have a very general answer, um, the one that was said the most during the Vox Pops, but I'll say that my my mum inspires me the most um, because she managed to like complete a degree with the Open University while she also runs and manages her own like business. She has a nursery and it's a lot of hard work. She comes back from work completely shattered most days and then she had to do her degree all whilst looking after um, like all my family were all at home, like my sister and my brother and also my dad. Um, and yeah, she's just a very hardworking and driven woman that I've always looked up to. Um, yeah, just seeing her run a business by herself and putting up with everything, it's just very inspiring. Aww. And what about you? Uh, for me, I mean, I was going to say like bell hooks or, you know, like <laughs> any other person. But it's true what you're saying. Like bell hooks, by the way, is like a feminist, like that she used to like write books and everything. Mm -hmm. And like she's like a black woman. But the, wa the way that she writes like is like non-judgmental, you know, and she's not criticizing men or anything. She's just like very, you know, open. And she wants like to educate men as well in the subject and, you yeah. know, make like us as a community together, like on the way to improvement but my mom as well for sure yeah. like she took care of me and my four sisters alone during her whole life four sisters four sisters i can't imagine having four sisters yeah and like we lived like in poverty most of the time mm. you know like uh until like i was 14 or something and somehow i managed to come here for example to yeah. study you know and that's like I cannot just put it on myself and how much I worked hard because I only worked hard because she teach me how yeah. and we are like in a better place now because she you know she's the boss girl yeah very much not it's the same like yeah my mom always tells me to work hard and whenever I go home she's always nagging on me to do my uni work and stuff because she wants me to be successful like her. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. For International Women's Day, Phoenix Cinema organized a selection of films programmed by Serendipity Institute of Black Arts and Heritage. Uh, Fabienne Koo created the short film, sorry, <laughs> Fabienne <laughs> created a short film that is being featured uh, and is called System of Systems. Unfortunately, Fabienne couldn't uh, come here and be with us but we managed to do an interview with her before the show so let's hear it um would you be able to introduce yourself and tell us more about system of systems okay so um my name is fabian viel i'm a professor in hispanic and caribbean studies at the university of warwick and um my research um focuses on the ways in which caribbean cultures um can 
taught us a lot of things regarding um, justice making, whether it is racial justice or environmental justice. Um, so instead of proposing an academic piece, uh, you know, critical studies or something which is more like traditional in the way in which we write uh, our topics when we are in academia, I decided to transfer or, or, or reinvent my research proposition into a story, the story of a character, uh, a female character who is at the heart of system of system. This is a perspective that I want to offer. And um, she is a um, it, it, it's a story that is set up in a near future at a time where literally the tipping points of climatic emergency would have been reached. So uh, um, a kind of a, um, a not, not a very habitable place, literally. And this character is thinking through what she could have understood before to contribute or to help for this situation not to be uh, that bad. Um, so that's where she reflects on her long time um, racial and gender um, uh, struggle for equality and, and poses on the fact that she probably missed the fact that race and gender are very much embedded with environmental justice, despite we don't think about it necessarily like that. How do you feel that this short film relates to International Women's Day? So, though the film might feel like it's about the Caribbean, it's actually, the Caribbean is just a lens to talk about any women, because... Each woman is different in each local place where she is, so I don't. I certainly don't want to make generalization. Um, but in terms of having a, a kind of strategic um, way to be resilient in a specific society, I think that um, um, women can teach to each other, and Caribbean women have got something to contribute to the debate. And what does International Women's Day mean to you? It's complex for me because I think that when society starts to make one day for one cause, it reveals that the rest of the days uh, it allows for discrimination to happen. Mm. So there is an International Children's Day, there is an International Women's Day, there is a Black History Month, a month. <laughs> so, um, you know, that kind of, I think that those cultural events are necessary because they allow um, um, culture, imagination and a coming together around different issues. So I, I still, I really do think those are crucial moments. So I engage and I'm happy to to be part of, of events, but on a more, on a broader way, I'm very critical and very skeptic about the fact that we need to have particular days for just to, to allow ourselves to forget the problem the rest of the time. And um, finally, we're asking everyone on this show um, the same question. Um, mm -hmm. Is there a woman that you look up to and find inspirational? I'm gonna tell you my female ancestors. Uh, and I don't know most of them because I don't have a historical memory goes very short in modern time. But I look up to all those women in that that managed to give birth at some point to the point that I exist at the end of it. So it's not only my mum, my grandmother, my great great grandmother. It comes much before. And um, I, I really look up at 
those women who in really difficult times have made choices to no matter how um manage to save their the new generation welcome back guys it's 28 minutes to two we're here with emily and anna um that that interview was amazing um remember to go to the phoenix cinema today at 7 p.m you can donate anything from zero to ten pounds to get in it's pretty much pay what you want and thank you to fabian for taking the time with us um up next we will share the international women's day events happening at dmu and still to come is the Judith Critchley interview from Tickle Pink. We have some answers on Twitter. What are your predic- predictions for the UK's act? Uh, Sanchi replied to us saying, I've heard lots of rumors that Rina <laughs> Sayawama. <laughs> yeah, Sayawama. Sorry, guys, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Could be the UK's act. I like her music, so that could be real fun if true. Yeah, and also Ash said that she thinks the UK acts will be good this year because she's heard good predictions for who it's going to be, but probably nobody will give us much points. She doesn't think the UK are going to (laughs) win. So to celebrate this amazing day, DMU has some events coming. What are they, Emily? So the first event that I found out about is the Lights Out Active. Um, It's the International Women's Day edition. I think they've done sort of stuff like this before where they take over the watershed and there'll be a range of UV glow-in-the-dark sport and physical activities that all the DMU staff and students can get involved in. And best of all, the event is free. Um, This event is exclusively for women and will be hosted in a women-only space. And the advice that they gave was turn up in comfortable clothing and footwear with your DMU staff or student card. (laughs) Um, And the second one that we found out about is the Campus Centre. There'll be a woman profiling exhibition that will stay there from today until the Friday 31st of March. And another exhibition at the VJ Patel building and the Kleppen building from today until the 15th of March. And this exhibition is all about elevating women creatives. Yeah, so make sure that you enjoy all these activities and more. We have more yeah, coming. Yeah, you can check week. out the website because those were just the stuff that's happening this week, but there's loads until the end of the month. And right now we have Zhao Zhao, who is going to be telling us about um, sort of an inspirational woman that she knows from China. Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Zhao Zhao. I wanted to introduce the Tang Yan. I was an actress. She has a powerful actress. She has played much TV drama and has her reputation in China. She often does a often to help her pro students go, um, go to college, go to pro uh, area as a volunteer. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. She sounds very inspirational. And as it sort of gets towards the end of our show, not over yet, though, mm-hmm. we just want to talk about sort of our throwbacks, as this is our last show that we'll be doing. Yeah, true. Um, and so my first throwback is the Leicester Comedy Festival and sort of how nice it was to have, um, like, comedian co-hosts and just, like, the energy that they brought on. We had Hannah Platts, Adam Unwin and Aaron Twitchin, and it was just sort of... Yeah, it was just like a really nice environment to present in. That's true. Yeah. That was my favorite as well. I think yeah. it was so so funny. And the time passed by like so quickly. Usually it passes quickly yeah. when you do the show anyway. But with them it was so funny. Like yeah. I was just laughing here all alone in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> and also getting to actually speak to one of the co-creators of the show, Jeff Rowe. It was amazing just like to hear his side of things and just like his favorite performances. And That's just, true. Yeah, just stuff that he, he's enjoyed all the time that he's but we are show. failing this show today because we have this this um 
quiz that we, us- we yeah, usually always we do. We had no time for the quiz. Yeah, yeah, I think it was gonna be a bit dark if yeah. we did it and today. And we want to keep it like a light-hearted show as well. Yeah. <laughs> and another throwback that I have, I've got loads of them just written down because I have had a nice time doing it. Um, it was sort of when we put on the Chinese New Year show and getting to learn some phrases in Chinese. I know that Reza had a good time with that as well. Um, and yeah, just getting to celebrate the Chinese New Year when I usually wouldn't do much for it and getting to learn about the traditions it was nice and that's true, just to that's learn true. more about the world and from Zhao Zhao as well to be honest from uh, the Chinese New Year show my favorite memory was offset actually like when we weren't actually doing the show when me and Xiao Xiao were in the studio putting the songs together uh, and, and it, yeah. yeah it was so fun because I was like wow like this is actually nice to hear yeah, like I songs, never heard yeah, yeah <laughs> well, I, I never heard like the the Chinese songs before yeah in between like Obviously, you can't hear this when we are in the studio playing the songs, but I was saying, like, oh, that song was actually, like, really good. Yeah. Like, not that I wouldn't expect it, but it was just, like, so upbeat. Yeah, yeah. true, true, true. It just, like, true. felt, like, feel good. And another outside broadcast that we did was in the student union building, and it was all about Christmas. And it was just nice to have that audience interaction and being able to play games with guests and being able to give away some stuff yeah that's like some true. prizes like we had the plushies and um it was like free juice from the bar and yeah it was just yeah it just felt really nice to yeah i think to chat with the audience what do you prefer like the in this year what did you prefer doing the obis or doing the regular radio show in the studio i think just for like the simplicity of it the intro like the studio ones are nice but also like once you finish the outside broadcast it just like makes you feel I don't know, like more completed because like you did so much more and it wasn't just so simple as just like sitting in front of a microphone. It was like, I don't know, just like being able to... There's a lot of more things that can actually go wrong. Yeah. They didn't. (laughs) Which is scary whilst you're in it, but once you finish it, it's so good. Yeah. (laughs) And it feels like a really nice feeling. Fair enough. But now talking about hearing now, still still coming, we have the Judith Critchley. Yeah. Sorry, Judith. Your, your surname is yeah. kind of hard for me because I'm Portuguese and yeah. it's the She's accent. She's from Tickle uh, Pink, yeah. the female comedy group. The female comedy group. And next we have an interview with Judith Critchley from Tickle Pink, which is an all-star female comedy group in Leicester. How important do you think International Women's Day is? Very important, fundamentally important, because... Um, of what's going on in the world today. And what does International Women's Day mean to you? It means making sure women's um, issues, women's lives, past and present, are brought to the forefront and carry on in that way. Um, Have you struggled with being a female comedy group in a largely male industry? I have. Yeah. (laughs) What are those struggles? Um... People saying, oh, women aren't that funny or basically saying, oh, well, men didn't find it very funny, you know, mm. um, so we're not going to, we don't want you again. Or um, or just people thinking, what is this? You know, an all-female lineup, you know, that's not normal. So definitely kind of banging on doors and not really getting much response. Um, are there female comedians that inspired you to be where you are today? Yeah, I mean, I loved Victoria Wood. I mean, because I'm a comedy sort of producer. <clears throat> so I've always loved comedy, watching comedy. Um, and so I think Victoria Wood probably was the main person, and Julie Walters, um, because I saw Victoria Wood live a couple of times. When I was quite young. Mm-hmm. So that got me into it, really, I suppose. 
and we're asking everyone this on our show, but who, as a woman, like inspires you the most? I think there isn't one person, but when I hear um, stories of people, you know, living their lives as a woman, juggling work, um, I don't know, going through the menopause or having kids or the cost of childcare or um, FGM or um, it's it's a lot of people, women's stories that I've heard. Mm. And I'm very lucky in lots of ways. And and it's important to be aware of what other women go through, you know, different um people of colour and uh, ethnicity, um, sexuality, gender, you know, it, it's huge, you know, in terms of how we all experience life in different ways. That is absolutely true. What yeah. do you think about wha uh, what Judith was saying about being difficult to be a female group I in can, a comedy yeah. world? I can definitely imagine that what she was saying about like venues turning her down because like them saying oh women aren't that funny men are better we just want men to perform i think that that's absolutely true yeah, yeah. just uh, i don't know if you saw it already but just the time that men take to do videos on youtube like one hour long or 30 minutes long and the reaction videos like oh i watched comedy females yeah. and like i'm gonna show you that i'm, the internet. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna <laughs> laugh one second even it's like yeah okay and like even <laughs> On like viral tweets that a woman will make, they'll be like, "Oh, women aren't funny," and delete. Mm. Just like stuff like that. It's just like trolling them. Yeah, yeah that's it's true. ridiculous. But I think that uh, what she was talking about in the end also is very important. That I think it was basically what I was saying previously. Mm. That she was saying that people like should value more like people of color yeah. and all that in between of the movement because yeah. exactly of this i think if the minorities just go to you know come together in one movement you can like actually mm. achieve something because in a male dominated space that is like basically almost like if we speak for example about job like business male dominated yeah. comedy male dominated like you know like it's mm. a lot uh but I yeah. think like you really need to, you know, have power and the courage, yeah. yeah, and confidence to, you know, yeah, yeah, come, yeah, yeah, because they are like in Leicester, they are kind of famous, like uh, to go to the fam uh, like comedy festival and yeah. everything, like they are invited to several things. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so we do have some answers from the water cooler as well, um, saying about like who inspires them as a woman. Um, Ash said that she's inspired by her art teacher from school because she made her see that it's okay to be yourself and express yourself however you want through art and through everything else. And we also asked, um, did you manage to get tickets for the Eurovision? And 83% of people said no, which isn't surprising, being a student, not having enough money for tickets. And then also just like how fast they having did sell out. 92 minutes to yeah, do it. 17% of people actually did say yes. And so I think... Yeah. Nice. So some people did actually manage to get tickets. Yeah. Would you like to have a ticket to go to Eurovision? I've never really like watched it before. I followed exactly. it. Yeah, I followed it online, but it would be like fun <laughs> to see. I was see. about the same. Yesterday I was on Twitter and I was seeing all these tweets like, oh, people are, you know, like so lucky. They're going to go. It's like, I don't even watch it on 
TV, you know. Yeah. I just see the winners because actually they make good songs afterwards, and yes. I and yeah. it starts coming on radio, so that's it. So, so I actually get don't into mind. Liverpool. Yeah, and I don't mind. Yeah. You can keep your tickets; it's fine. <laughs> but that was all from us today, guys. A big thank you for those who sticked around listening to the show, all who answered on Twitter, and a special thank you to Professor Fabian Viella and the Tickle Pink Comedy Group member, Judith Critchley. Once again, thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed as much as we did.